Welcome back to Rocktail Hour with Tim and Treg and Michael, an hour's worth of rocking good time in about 10 to 15 minutes. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times. Today, Michael is going to tell us the story behind Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, thanks, Tim. You know, I picked this song not because I'm so much a fan of Leonard Skinner, although I do think they're great, but because I'm a huge fan of Neil Young. And, and there's a, obviously a, a, a famous line in Sweet Home Alabama that uh, is, a, is a shout out to, to Neil Young in, in, a, in a good nature, ribbing sort of way. Uh, so in, it, in researching the song, I actually found a couple different uh, ideas about what is the genesis of the song. Uh, the obvious one is that it's a, a rebuke to Neil Young but um, more subtle uh, is that some say that it's actually a tribute song to Muscle Shoals, Alabama in the recording studio that they had there. There was a Southern kind of revival in the 60s and 70s where it became the vogue thing for, for artists to go and record at this uh, sound studio in, in Muscle Shoals. Obviously, the, the song is also about uh, or has something at least to do with Neil Young because uh, of the line, well, I hope Neil Young will remember a Southern man, don't need him around anyhow. Well, the song was uh, written, at least in part, as a response to Neil Young's two songs uh, about the South, Southern Man and Alabama. And both, uh, both of those songs do not take uh, a pretty view or, or a uh, appealing view of the South. Um, both, That's putting it mildly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, it, it's, it's, they both take uh, what we might say the stereotypical view of the South uh, and, and uh, really kind of focuses on the, the racism and mistreatment of African-Americans uh, in Southern history. Uh, Southern Man really is a story about a slave owner in the South, uh, the man being uh, probably more a symbol of the South than any particular man but who mistreats his slaves. And, and one, of the, one of the lines in Southern Man is, tall white mansions, little shacks, uh, Southern Man, uh, when will you pay them back? Uh, so it's showing the separation between the whites and the blacks, and actually it's kind of an, an, an early call for repatriation, not repatriation, but... Uh, reparation. Reparation, that's the R word I was looking for. So the, the song obviously offended some in the South, and perhaps even Leonard Skinner. Uh, so they wrote this song, <laughs> telling Neil Young that uh, they don't really need him out there anyways. The song, more metaphorically, though, is about not so much Neil Young, but really about the divide between the North and the South. Now, there's a reference in Sweet Home Alabama to Watergate, uh, and, and Van Sant sings, the Watergate does not bother me, does your conscience bother you? I think what, what Van Sant is saying is that we may have our problems, but you've got your own problems with uh, the truth, uh, and uh, kind of the, the white uh, northern liberalism. It, the song really wasn't a song against Neil Young. And in fact, uh, I think the, it's been pretty uniformly stated that both Neil Young and Leonard Skinner were huge fans of one another. Van Zandt would wear Neil Young's sh shirts on stage, and uh, Neil Young played uh, Sweet Home Alabama at, at least once. And sadly, one of the times that, at least one time, I was able to find that Neil Young played Sweet Home Alabama was at the memorial for the three uh, members of Leonard Skinner who died in that plane crash in 1977. Oh, wow. mm, that's cool, though. Yeah. So one of the other things that we were talking about uh, in another podcast was how people misinterpret lyrics and songs when we we're talking about uh, Treg's Alive, or how the, the lyrics can take different meanings to different people. 
funny story about uh, the line in there in the song that says, uh, in Birmingham, they, they love the governor. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> well, the governor at the time was George Wallace. George Wallace apparently not focusing on the boo, boo, boo part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was so enamored by the song that he made Leonard Skinner uh, honorary lieutenant colonels of the state of Alabama. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a little bit of a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here all week. <laughs> I love Leonard Skinner. I, I love the energy of their music. They have a great sound. I have a great story about Leonard Skinner. I was about 15 years ago. I was working at a, at a movie theater, part-time job in the evening, right after the right after my first son was born. I was working with some teenagers. You know, by then I was you know in my late 20s. But I was working with some teenagers who worked at the at the candy counter, and and they were giggly and funny, and and I don't remember why, but for some reason Leonard Skinner was getting some playtime on the radio uh, quite a bit, and one of the one of the girls came up to me or and, and said something like, have you ever heard Leonard Skinner? They're the greatest new band ever. And <laughs> this was like 1995. And I, <laughs> I just went along. No, I haven't. I'll have to go look them up. Are they really good? Oh, yeah, just an original sound. And, and she walked away and she turned around and said, not like that crap you listen to. <laughs> and I said, yeah, you're right. It reminds me of uh, the the girl who told me that she was offended that Bob Dylan had ripped off the Axl Rose song, Knocking on Heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to put in a plug for the box set. If you guys haven't heard it, the Leonard Skinner box set is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's great to listen to some of the demos. They include some of the demos on there and alternative takes. It's really cool. Awesome. One of my favorite... Uh, rock uh, moments in movies is in uh, the movie, the film Con Air um, with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas yeah. Cage. And I think they've just, uh, they've just achieved their prison break and they're in the, the airplane and they're playing Sweet Home Alabama. And then one of the characters remarks, isn't this ironic? Listening to a song while flying in an airplane written by a band who died in an airplane crash. Yeah, that was a sad, sad time. 1977, yeah. right? believe it was. I think they had just played a show uh, and on a Tuesday night and on a Thursday night, the entire band and 20, uh, about 20 people on the plane it crashed in a swamp in Mississippi, I believe. Killed Van Zandt, the lead guitarist, uh, one of the lead singers, the assistant road manager, um, obviously ended that band. Very, very sad. It's amazing how many band careers are cut short by the death of people in the band. You know, if you think of Buddy Holly, he, he went down in a plane crash along with uh, Richie Valens. The Big Popper. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you've got... Uh, Bill Graham died in a, a helicopter crash. Not a, not a musician, but definitely one of the most important people in American rock music. But even you just think about all of the, uh, the, the rockers that have prematurely passed on. Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Hendrix and Jim, Jim, yeah, Jim Morrison. Think of all the great music that they would have been playing uh, these days. My favorite part about Sweet Home Alabama is at the very beginning when uh, Van Sant says, turn it up. And that's what I do. I reach for the knob every time and crank it up. Drake, I would say I, I agree with you. That is my favorite part of the song. And in my research, uh, I read that it was totally by accident. 
that it wasn't supposed to be in the song. It was just Van Zandt sing, uh, saying into his microphone to the audio engineer, "Turn it up. I need to hear more. You know, I need, I need to hear myself in my mix more." That's they obviously left it in because it worked. What's cool about it is it builds the anticipation because you know what's coming. It's like, turn it up. That's right, everybody. Turn it up. Yeah, it's fantastic. Once again, we've regaled you with wonderful information about a great classic rock and roll song. Thank you for joining us. Join us again when we release our next podcast. It'll be coming out soon. Watch for it. If you've joined us already on Facebook, you'll get that information also on Twitter. As always, you're welcome to leave us comments at dudes at rocktailhour.com. So, rock on. Thank you.